This is ILX. Welcome back to our Product in 15 Minutes podcast series, in which we explore some of our most popular and most talked about products in greater detail. This week, it's all about Prince2 Agile, with our Prince2 Agile lead trainer, Steve Borotsky. Steve is going to look at things a little differently from some of our previous podcasts this week. Instead of going into the hardcore specifics of the format of the course, Steve focuses on the benefits of both Prince2 and Agile as separate approaches to project management. Many projects can benefit from the flexible and iterative nature of Agile, but often you'll find that you need more than just these techniques. You need the structure of a project management methodology, and to get the best out of your projects, it sometimes helps to blend the two together. And that's where Prince2 Agile comes in. We hope you enjoy the podcast, and if you want to get in touch with us, all of our contact details will be at the end. Hi, I'm Steve Boronsky, lead trainer for the ILX group, uh, specialising in Prince2, Prince2 Agile and MSP, Managing Successful Programmes. Uh, we're going to talk today about uh, Prince2 Agile and uh, why you should be interested in Prince2 Agile, what Prince2 Agile has been designed to do, what you will get from Prince2 Agile and essentially how we can ease the conflict that sometimes occurs between project managers and agile teams. And and I'm going to start with maybe the key reason why Prince2 Agile was first conceived. Uh, There are various reasons why, but for me the, the main reason it was conceived is that within a project management community and the agile community, sometimes there can be some extreme conflict between the two. Uh, Project managers are under pressure to deliver on time and budget and uh, deliver the right things. Um, And traditionally, we've perhaps used a a waterfall model um, and then we release something into some sort of business operations having developed it. Now, in an IT world, that's really quite a challenge. One of the biggest challenges that anybody found in trying to manage an IT project in that environment was you ask somebody what they want, they tell you what they want, you give them what they want, and then they tell you that's not what I wanted Um, because they can't tell you what they actually want until they see what you give them. Now, if you're defining everything up front, you know, maybe spending months gathering some requirements and then months doing the software development and then months releasing it and training people that's kind of if you just take six months down the line does your business look the same today as it did six months ago probably not so that's essentially what the the kind of there's that that's the project management world as was traditionally recognized that's what projects do Um, and then there's the agile world um, which actually kind of is very, very different from a traditional project world in that an agile team comes together, they develop some software, they release it, maybe in, in some cases after a week, um, and then release it into the wild, someone uses it, and then your customers come back and give you some feedback about it, and then you release a bit more, then you release a bit more. Then over two years, you've released an awful lot of improvements, very, very small improvements, and they would argue that they do not need a project manager 
in that environment. And then the other side, the project managers look across at these agile teams who do everything on a whiteboard. I mean, people could rub a whiteboard out, couldn't they? And then they just have post-it notes up on the wall. Where's the control in that? They could fall off the wall. Anything could happen. So to summarise, Prince2 Agile has been written to blend the agile world with the project management world to ease the conflict that can at times exist between the two. Um, and we'll, we'll take a look at roughly how it achieves that. But you kind of most agile things were produced um, or developed uh, for software development. And that doesn't mean they can't be used for everything else, but almost all agile things were developed for software development. So you could argue that if you're a project manager, you don't need to understand it. But I will ask you a question. How many projects do you work on that have no software or technology involvement? And there's very, very few projects. Eh? So first of all, you start to look at the difference between what a project is and what business as usual is. And where Prince2 and its control can add value to an agile team. So the role of a project manager will tend to change quite significantly. There, there's a, um, a concept called servant leadership. And if you have, a, as a project manager, a good project manager is not just telling people what to do. They're finding out what people can do and involving people in the planning um, rather than presenting a plan to people. Um, Whilst in some project managers and some environments, that's okay. But the vast majority of project, good project managers will involve the people in the planning. And therefore, the people contribute towards the planning. And we plan for what's known as the foreseeable future or the planning horizon. That's what Prince2 and all project management methods do. Whereas Agile, they'll just plan for the next two to four weeks. No more than that. Thank you very much. Yeah. And... When as, as project managers, traditionally, we will say things like, how long will it take you to do that? And a software developer will say, how long have I got? Because that's how long it takes me to do it. Yeah? Uh, and so Agile, well, Agile has some fabulous planning techniques that benefit every single project manager. Most project managers, we try and do what's known as rational planning. We try and plan how long it takes, how much effort it takes. That's what we do. And we put it in Gantt charts. Um, and we're not very good at it. You know, some industries are. Some, some industries are really good at it. The construction industry are really good at saying, yeah, it takes me kind of uh, 10 hours to build that wall because that's how many bricks it is and that's how historically we know how long it takes to build a wall. Building something brand new that you've never built before and saying how long does it take, we have no idea. But what a lot of the agile techniques do to benefit project managers is they will say things like, um, how big is it as opposed to how long will it take is this thing bigger than that thing yeah it could be it probably is and almost always even if you've never understood the environment you're in you know that building the shard took slightly longer than, than, than building a house everybody knows it you look at it and you say that is larger than that and therefore that's going to take longer than that and we are almost always 100% accurate with that Saying how long will it take to build the shard and how long to build that house, we're not very good at. That's where agile planning techniques can really help project managers. So these are the sort of things that 
Prince 2, Agile, will help project managers with. Fitting the two together, fitting Prince 2 with Agile, as I said, can be seen as a bit of a, a minefield, but they do fit together. There's nothing in Prince 2 that states Prince 2 is waterfall. In other words, you define everything up front and then you deliver what you defined. Prince never stated that, ever. It's always stated that you would go through stages. Now, people associated those stages with designing something and then developing it and releasing it. Um, but it doesn't have to be. You can have a stage of a month. Nothing wrong with having a month-long stage, release something, have a look at it, do it again. And that's exactly what Prince has always said, still says. So there's nothing to stop Prince being used in an agile way other than a mindset. And the mindset says, well, Prince 2 is all control and you need to define what you want and you plan it all up front when the reality is you don't. In an agile world, usually there's a single team developing some software. In an agile world, it works for various reasons. And one of the reasons agile works is because we have the team working together exclusively on that product. Most projects do not have that luxury. Most projects, the project managers have to beg, steal, borrow. Can you do this in your spare time? Can you do this at the weekend? And that's the reality of projects. And with an agile environment, it does require a team for it to work successfully. You need a team of people who are dedicated to that. And that's where if you don't have that dedicated team, a project manager can assist with the broader context in that servant leadership role of making sure people are protected from all the things that happen. So project managers should see Agile as helping them deliver a project. Another thing in terms of Agile, it stems from the, what was known as the Agile Manifesto. They're essentially saying that people uh, and the way they interact are more important than the processes and the tools they have to use. It doesn't mean that the processes and tools aren't important. It's just saying that the individuals and how we interact with each other are a little bit more important than the processes and the tools you should use. And for most of us, that's that's okay. The elements of it that are not okay, you know, if you're in a, uh, a highly regulated environment, um, then maybe the processes are really quite important. Um, but there's a balance. The other thing the Agile Manifesto says is that we have working software over comprehensive documentation. The stuff we're producing, product, software, is more important than lots of documentation. And the reason for that is nobody reads the documentation anyway. We produce lots of documents, lots of help files. Nobody reads it. Now that's reality. Yeah? And, and, and Prince 2 was always seen as the, we need process, we need tools, we need documentation. If you look at Prince 2, Appendix A in Prince 2 has got 26 documents. 26 documents for one project. Why would you need 26 documents for one project? Yeah, ludicrous. Yeah? But that's what Prince has. So Prince has been viewed as very comprehensive. And it has comprehensive documentation if you want it to be. But if you don't want it to be, everything in Prince can be done on a whiteboard. And the other thing, the final bit about the Agile Manifesto is that they prefer responding to change over following a plan. But you see, people have two different views of the word plan, and they're both valid. 
some people see a plan as this is what we are going to do. And that is a valid view of a plan. Other people see a plan as this is what we might do as opposed to this is what we are going to do and they're both valid views of a plan and that's what the, the Agile Manifesto says actually we'd rather respond to change rather than follow a plan and, and the reason for that is if I ask you what you want and you say uh, I'd like this please and then you come along when you've seen the, the demo or the prototype um, you're saying no that's not what I meant I meant this and so, so, so agile, good Agile teams, if someone comes along and says, um, I've changed my mind. The words that come in to a good Agile team is, oh, good. You didn't know what you wanted. Now you do. Whereas most project managers, when they've got a plan, if someone comes along and says, change my mind. That's the first word that comes into the project manager's head is probably not a polite word you're going to use um, and more likely to be, oh no, at best. Yeah? So in, in terms of agile, we don't say that you know, we, we, we just change everything, um, but we'd rather respond to change that the customer requires than just follow a plan because that's what we said we were going to do. So just one more thing that I, I kind of like to talk about that every project manager suffers with, and that is the age-old time, cost, quality, and the relationship between those three things. And, and we, we see time, cost, and quality as, as a triangle, and we pull one side of the triangle, it affects the other two sides. And that's traditionally what project managers focused on, time, cost, quality. Reality is, life is always more complicated than that, and Prince always suggested life is more complicated than that and that we might have time, we have to finish on time, we might have cost, and quality. Yeah, that's still there, always has been, always even prints. But also, as well as those, there's the benefits that we might get from this. How much value do you get out of this? The risk you might take, how much risk are we prepared to take? And, closely related to quality for some people, but is different, scope. How much of the scope should we deliver in order to achieve that quality? So actually, uh, Prince has always had a hexagon rather than a triangle. Uh, what Prince to Agile brings out is a fact that for the first time as a project manager, you're going to be able to say, this project will finish on time. This project will come in on budget. Almost all of them also have some flexibility on that time and some flexibility on that budget called tolerance in Prince too. Flexibility for time, flexibility for cost. Not with Prince2 Agile. With Prince2 Agile, zero tolerance for time, zero tolerance for cost, and all your tolerance tends to be around scope. It's the safest thing to compromise under pressure, and that's where Agile focuses its attention on some great techniques for finishing on time and finishing on budget. And... Almost everybody says, we'll have some flexibility so that we can finish on time. We'll have some flexibility so we can finish on budget. Agile says the exact opposite. You will finish on time and you will finish on budget. And you'll learn, if you come on a course, um, some techniques. There we go. Prince 2 Agile. Easy conflict between Agile teams and project management teams. And finish your projects on time and budget. What more could you ask for? 
for listening to this podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. And if so, don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. You can also check out our website. It's ilxgroup.com or you can follow us on social media if you like. We are ILX Group on Facebook, LinkedIn and Google Plus and at ILX Group on Twitter. And if you want to get in touch with us, you can also send an email to contact us at ilxgroup.com or you can give us a call on 01270611600 if you're in the UK, 1300 459 459 for Australia, 09363 for New Zealand and 0561 496 498 for the United Arab Emirates.